Good afternoon and welcome to the 330 Sports Show. My name is Justin Coffin. Today is Thursday, September 14th, 2023. Joining me in studio today, we got uh, Mitch Davidson, quarterback at YSU, and uh, fellow teammate running back, uh, Dre Rushton, both local guys. So, uh, guys, welcome to the show. Appreciate you having um, So, let's talk, first of all, before we get into like all the nuts and bolts of the you know, the topics here, two local guys. How'd you end up at YSU? Mitch, yeah. why, or Dre, why don't you go? Yeah, yeah you go first. Um, honestly, this was, this was the place I wanted to be, uh, to be a local guy and actually get a scholarship to Youngstown was rare, especially at a skill position. Usually we mm -hmm. get O-linemen or D-linemen. So uh, they actually called me probably, I think, three days before signing day. I was at a basketball game, and uh, Tim Marlowe called me, and he was like, uh, you know, we got a spot for you. You're going to have to come in, you know, work for it and earn it. So the next day I, I went on my visit and I committed. I knew I, knew I was coming. I okay. Stay local. Stay awesome. Home. How about you, Mitch? Yeah, my, I mean, my, mine was kind of crazy because I really wasn't highly recruited in high school, like at all. Uh, a couple of Division two schools, like, talked to me, stuff like that. My stats weren't anything crazy, but I knew, like, you know, growing up around Youngstown area, a couple mm -hmm. of games as a kid, like, I knew this is where I wanted to end up. And I remember uh, Coach Marlowe came to my high school and sat me down he's like hey like we already got a couple quarterbacks we got one coming down on scholarship you know he, we looked for him to be like our guy mm -hmm. in the future um you know there's like four other in the room at the time just brought uh the notre dame transfer in and he's like you know i don't know what the qb room is gonna look like for you but there's a spot for you yeah you know, local kid and that's all i needed i was like i'm coming you know, okay right down in there and uh, i and what they did the previous year in 2016 and stuff mm -hmm. like that i was like man like i want to be a penguin for sure and no doubt i'm happy i ended up here so under the, you were recruited under the Polini era. Yeah, yeah both of us. Um, my sister is actually a Marlowe. So uh, okay, yeah. we, I know Tim very well. Good coach, great guy, yeah. uh, former Nebraska wide receiver. Yes, but um, so I, I went and looked at, at some of your high school stats too and went back from your senior years, both of your senior years. So, <laughs> I mean, you're being humble. You set a school record, 2,371 yards, 32 touchdowns. It also said on your bio, you were a punter as yeah, well. Yeah. Okay. All, all state punter. All, all state, state punter. punter. Okay. Yes, <laughs> all right. Um, and, uh, and Dre for you, 1,339 yards rushing 23 touchdowns also throwing for 907 yards and nine touchdowns. So was that, uh, were you the quarterback who ran a lot or did, did they throw it a lot out of your, I, I was the quarterback. Okay. A lot. Okay. Just get the best athlete, the yep. ball and just see what I can do. Yep. Uh, I started getting comfortable a little bit my senior <laughs> year, so uh, I had you know some friends that play wide receiver, so I couldn't be running around all the time. They're like, "Man, we you gonna have to throw the ball too." So you know, I worked on it. Did you ever talk bit. to Coach Phillips about, uh, "Hey, you know, let Mitch hand off the ball and let me throw it a little bit"? <laughs> yeah, some packages, but we, we never we never get to run them. Okay, got, you know, okay, some fun stuff, but maybe, we never. Maybe later in the season, we'll see if yeah. something's in store. Okay. If, you, if you listen to this, Coach, you, you hear that? We, I, I need it. I want to throw back to me. I want to catch. I actually did have a receiving yeah. touchdown in high school. Oh, did you? <laughs> okay. There. Yeah. Okay. So, I, I can catch. Him, okay. Saying. All right. I'll, we'll put that in the back of our minds yeah. for maybe later in the season. So I like to ask players this uh, when they come on, whether it's basketball, football, whatever. Uh, why did you choose the number you're wearing? So why why number one? That's like a pretty, uh, you know, a target on your back number right there. What's crazy is my family number is five. Like five is my okay. favorite number. Uh, my junior year of high school, uh, I kind of wanted to start something different for myself. Uh, Liberty has never done number one. Okay. So I went to my head coach, uh, Chester Allen at the time, and I just asked him, you know, like, is there any way I can get one? And, you know, he was just telling me, like, it was a lot of things I had to do, like step up as a leader. I couldn't miss any days in the weight room, uh, no detentions, no yes. anything like that. So uh, once I finally reached the goal and, and I got number one, you know, it was just that was just a big thing for me. So um, being able to, you know, get the number back in college, you mm -hmm. know, I went and, and I asked Doug and he told me I had to earn it. And when I did, I, I, got, I got it. Love it. Love it. How about 14? Man, 14 goes way back. Um, it's actually one of my my oldest sister's boyfriend at the time in high school he he played wide receiver at salem his okay. name is tyler pierce coach phillips was actually the head coach at the time at salem <laughs> mm -hmm. uh tyler pierce though he had he was number 14 in high school um he was he was one of the first persons to like ever teach me how to like throw a football play catch with me like that was like a vivid memory like in my mind is me and him like always playing catch in the yard when he come over and I remember my mom got me a Salem shirt and it had Pierce 14 on the back and okay. I would wear it to every single, you know, Friday night game. And yeah. like 
any sport I did, baseball, soccer, I mean, flag football, anything, sure. I was like, I want to be 14. I want to okay. be like Tyler Pierce. Okay. And from then on, it just, it stuck. My, my younger sisters all over 14 in mm -hmm. basketball. My little brother is now 14 and I mean, 14 lives in our family. That's awesome. Yeah. And I was talking to you a little bit before the show. Um, you know, I used to coach at Boardman and I remember uh, one of your yeah. sisters, I think it's Abby, it's right? Abby, yeah. Who's now at YSU. Yeah. So how's that having a, a sibling at the same school? Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Um, you know, I, when she was looking around in high school, uh, her senior year, figuring out like where she wanted to go to, mm -hmm. you know, a couple of division two offers and went on a, a visit to a division two school in West, uh, West Virginia. Really wanted to yeah. go there, I think. And I kind of talked to her. I said, sis, like, like, you know, YSU is, is home for me. You know, I was, I've been successful here, started yeah. as a walk on and, and I kind of, you know, gave it a lowdown. Like, you know, it really, it's, it's like home here for me. And I feel like me and her are a lot, a lot alike. And I know the culture here through the girls basketball program yeah. and what they have done. I was like, man, I, I really think you have an opportunity here. She came on a visit, blah, blah, blah. And they, they said, you know, I don't have any scholarships right now, but they offered a walk on spot. Mm -hmm. and she jumped right on it. And ever since then, she's loving it. They love her here. So yeah. I'm, I'm happy to, to be a part of this for one more year with her and go along that journey with That's her. That's awesome. That's great. Um, so I want to, you know, the main question that probably a lot of people are asking, uh, you guys, you go down to Columbus last weekend. We, you know, YSU heading down to the horseshoe, you know, no one's giving you guys much of a chance in the game. We, we saw the spread, you know, right. uh, and all that stuff, but you guys go in and tell, tell me the feeling when you're walking down that tunnel, walking into the horseshoe. I, I saw some of your guys pictures, you know, just before the game and stuff like that. What's that feeling like walking into one of the great stadiums in all of sports? Yeah. I mean, I've never in my entire life been in front of, almost 103,000 people. I mean, have you? No. <laughs> so I think it was it was really electric, you know, walking out just before, you know, staying in the tunnel, seeing them on the field. Mm -hmm. place, you know, just erupted. First home game of the year for them. Mm -hmm. um, great attendance. Again, They what they've done, you know, in history is amazing. So to be able to run out there on that field, you know, with my brothers from Youngstown, um, you know, it was electric, man. It was – it really was. And, you know, we were on one of the biggest stages in college football. Yeah, no so, doubt. I think that was a huge, huge opportunity for Youngstown and mm -hmm. especially our team. Uh, for me, it was it was really just motivating and exciting, uh, and also showed us, you know, how how you know far along we've come. Yeah, and uh, you know how our team is and, and our brotherhood and our bond. So yeah, for me, it was just motivating. That's great, and, and I mean, you know, like I said, a lot of people were like, "Oh, you know, why is you coming playing Ohio State?" I mean, first drive, you know, Harrison with the long touchdown. You guys though answer right back and i gotta ask you too the touchdown dance <laughs> the waddle there, there there's not many people that you can talk to that have scored a touchdown against ohio state so what was that feeling like man it was awesome i know play before <laughs> uh, me and dre right now first and goal i think it was and i pulled one i threw the fade to bryce incomplete and I think Dre a little mad at me for that one. You know, <laughs> Could have had it. And you know, I do apologize for that. But, you know, going into it, you know, we went down and punched that first drive in. And mm -hmm. that was that was huge for us. Um, you know, the touchdown dance, all that. I got to do a better job, you know, celebrating my teammate, thanking my O-lineman <laughs> for, for that opportunity, be able to score. But, you no, know, the waddle, I think I think that's got to be the, the Youngstown dance, man. You yeah, know? seriously. That's, it's, I think it's pretty cool. I actually got it. I stole it from T-Zach last year. Okay. If anybody remembers, week four against North Dakota, I threw a touchdown to him, and he hit it real quick. I was like. Oh, that's pretty sweet. That is so, cool. Yeah. No, it's kind of just in the moment thing too. Like, okay, I did it. I scored, and I, I couldn't. I like, I blacked out. Yeah. Like, yeah. It yeah. Was, it was, it was pretty awesome. You know, all, all the thanks to the good Lord above. You know, God. You know, without Him, I couldn't have been in that position. You know, I thank Him, thank my line. You know, my boys out there blocking for me. So. I thought it was dope. I, th I <laughs> yeah. think, I think we should all do it as our offense next yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll look for it. We'll yeah. look for it this Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll expect all, all lot, of you guys out waddles, there doing yeah. it. No, but that's great and. You know, I saw it, it was kind of like a read option, right? On yeah, the play. And yeah. I think they just, everybody went. I don't know, were you in or was it Tyshawn? No, Tyshawn was, Tyshawn was in. Yeah. So they all went for him. All yeah. The whole D-line, it looked like. Get a little football knowledge here. We uh, we danced over. We shifted our tight ends. Mm -hmm. um, two guys shifted with them. They were in zero coverage. Everybody's in the box. Um, I looked over when they shifted. And only two guys came. And I was like, the only guy that could have me is either Mike scraping over or the guy coming off the edge. Mm -hmm. So when I did my footwork on the – uh, inside zone 
they all came down with the tight ends. I was like, there's nobody out there. And Tyshawn did a great job. He, you know, a lot of running backs will want yep. that, you know, mm -hmm. you know, and I think Dre does a great job too. Sometimes a lot of running backs are going to clamp. That. Oh They're yeah. Like, oh no, you're not pulling. <laughs> yeah. And our running, our running backs are unselfish for real. And I think that's a huge part of our team and the, mm -hmm. the culture that we're building. I mean, he let it go free as ever. And, you know, actually, if you watch after that play, when I pulled it from him, he came around the edge and if there was anything coming, he was going to get it. So, you know, props to him for doing his job. Absolutely. And, and that, that shows like you guys as a team, unselfish, get after it. All you guys celebrate together. Love it. Love it. So, um, you know, I want to ask you a question now too, concerning last year. So, uh, you have in the backfield with you last year, what's now an NFL running back for the Denver Broncos in Jaleel. Uh, what was that like sharing the running back room with him? And, you know, how has that impacted you as a player going forward? Man, he's just an amazing guy. Uh, me and Jaleel were probably, that's probably, that's my best friend. Uh, we're, we got so close, you know, over the year. And, he, you know, he just taught me so much about, you know, being motivated and, and hard work and just doing the things that you need to do, you know, day in and day out. And, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm so happy for him just to see him, you know, out there and, you know, just showing all his, you know, his hard work showing and mm -hmm. he works hard, man. That is a hard working guy. So, man, it, just just being with him was it was, it was a great experience. And I'm glad I, I was a part of it. That's awesome. That's great. Um, so let's go back. You know, we already talked a little bit about your early days where the number 14 came from. Yeah. Um, when did you guys both start playing football? Like when, how old were you? When did you first start loving it? I started when I was uh, four years old uh, over on the south side of Youngstown, Vonnie Rogers League. Uh, okay. Some called the Squeegees. They went the Squeegees, <laughs> okay. the Pee Wees, the middle team, and the big team. And for me, uh, I was I was a real soft kid growing up. Okay. <laughs> so my mom, you know, wanted to toughen me up. I, I, I like to play the game, so I was never getting out of the house. As soon as I turned four and I was able to play, she threw me out there. Okay. And I didn't like it at first. I actually hated it. And then, you know, as you go and, you know, you meet people and mm -hmm. you start to, you know, learn things. And, uh, you know, this I like this. Yeah. This, this is fun. Yeah. So after that, I, I never stopped playing ever since. So okay. I've been playing since I was four years old. My, I think it was in I think it was in first grade. Um, I was a soccer kid. All my sisters played soccer, so I always played up with them. Okay. Um, but first grade, Salem started the league, which is now the uh, YYFFA. Okay. Uh, Elliot runs mm -hmm. it in, yep. in Youngstown. He actually started a league in Salem. I was okay. in first grade. We had a little indoor facility. My mom signed me up for flag football, hmm. and. I want to play quarterback and that was uh, you know i just want to launch the ball yeah that's yeah all, that's all i wanted to do okay so i started playing flag football um played all my other sports and i wasn't really huge into to flag football i was actually a big basketball kid i'd be on like mm -hmm. three different teams when i was growing up yeah and i played flag football all the way up till sixth grade and then obviously you can't play flag football anymore so going into seventh grade was my very first year of tackle football and i absolutely hated it Absolutely. <laughs> they didn't want me playing quarterback. Yeah. Had me out of like wide receiver, like to the field. You know, you ain't throwing yeah. the ball. Yeah. Over there. Oh, no. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> what, what is this? And then by like the third game, they're like, yeah, we need like somebody to be able to throw the ball so we can hand off to this other kid. I'm like, mm -hmm. sweet. Like, I'll play. And they moved me to quarterback. And since then, I mean, I love playing quarterback. Okay. Yeah. Well, you can see you're a little bit of soccer background too with the punting <laughs> as well. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so when did you guys? think hey you know i'm pretty good at this when I, I might be able to play in college when did that like maybe click for you guys man i always want to play college football <laughs> I'm not you, but... yeah, me too um my little league team was really really good mm -hmm. like, we had some of the best athletes the to ever squeegees. come out of youngstown <laughs> yeah you, i've played against some guys like lynn bowden yeah he was yeah. you know mm -hmm. he was on the opposite team and, oh yeah and i lost to him a lot but yeah, that's 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 I knew I knew kind of young. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. I was again. I was a basketball kid. You know, in high school, I I love basketball. I averaged twenty four points my senior. Like I really thought I was going to play college yeah. basketball. But like football was like my true love, man. Mm -hmm. Like like you you know the Friday nights, you know mm -hmm. stuff like that. Oh, yeah. You know, and then you know as college football goes on, you know Saturday, dude. Saturdays are like, I mean, it's different, <laughs> man. I look forward to Saturdays like no mm -hmm. other. You know, especially even now watching football on Sunday, stuff like that. Like, yeah. dude. Football is like where my love's at. And I don't know. I'm just speaking. I might be, you know, speaking out of turn here, but like the NFL's great, but there's just something oh, different about college football. It's different. The tradition, you know, the history of it. Right. Uh, you know, I think it's like the pageantry and all the stuff that you guys right now might not get to see yeah. and do um, outside the stadium, mm -hmm. but that like 
brings itself inside the stadium with yeah, you guys. I, I think like I think a huge difference between college football and the NFL. Like the NFL, like that is your job. Like one hundred and ten percent, you were doing nothing else but you know call or besides NFL football. Yeah. College, you know, I saw this like tweet thing the other day. It said, you know, all these college athletes, you know, everybody's like hyping up these college athletes, blah, blah, blah. Like, mm -hmm. you're not really thinking about, you know, this dude that's playing quarterback against Alabama probably just had to take a chemistry yeah, test. Yeah, right, on right. Friday. Yeah. Like, this, like it, like if you think about college football as our life right now, but like, mm -hmm. we're still students, you know, exactly. we're student athletes, you know, every, every you know, going go to class, you're studying, you got it, mm -hmm. and you have to be passing your classes or you can't play football. Exactly. And I think like about that, like college football is just, to a different level of excitement and mm -hmm. like all, all that comes with it because again like it's it's not our entire lives you know it's not like you expect nfl players like to throw catch right. run tackle like mm -hmm. that is your job i just i think it's a little different on a college football level you know yeah, college is still like the process you know what i mean mm -hmm. so you're still working your tail off to get to the nfl yeah. and i feel like when some people get there they get complacent because i'm here now mm -hmm. i got my check you know, I got, you know, all those things. So college football, you just you can really see the work you yeah. see. You see who you can tell, like who really wants it, you know, who mm -hmm. really wants to take that step to the next level or really and, get there. And you guys are sort of limited, right, by NCAA rules, how, yeah. many, how much you can practice yeah, hours per week, all of that. Yeah, so, they, so the extra stuff you got to do on your own. Yep, mm -hmm. It's all all volunteer, like film film sessions afterwards. I just got done watching film in my center. Mm -hmm. Like that is all all voluntary. Like you can they cannot force you to come in and do that. Like that is all on you. And again, when you. When you see a guy, you know, I'll, I'll throw a name out like Max Tomzak, mm -hmm. who was a walk-on, earned a scholarship. I mean, that dude was in here day in and day out working his tail off. And to, sh to you know, to see that hard work, you know, pay off for that yeah. kid, like, man, that's awesome. Because mm -hmm. he, he went out and did that on his own. I was like yeah. Jaleel. Jaleel yeah. was working out before workouts. He would work out in between workouts. <laughs> mm -hmm. He would work out at night. Yeah. Like, he would probably work out four or five times a day. So, yeah, I, I've seen the work firsthand, and, mm -hmm. and I've been a part of it. I've worked out with him a few times, not every time, because he's he's a man. He doesn't <laughs> sleep, but yeah, I, you know, it's, it's just a great experience. And, and you can see, and that got him to where he's at right now with the Denver Broncos. And we all know, like, the chances of making it to go professional are very slim. So I think that point you made it out to be student athlete is yeah. so important, and I think that's lost upon some people that yeah. maybe just watch the game on Saturdays yeah. or whatever. So um, hats off to you guys for doing that. So give me a player, maybe, you know, quarterback, running back, but it doesn't have to be a quarterback or running back. Give me a player that you emulated or maybe looked up to or model your game after. Reggie Bush. Okay. USC Reggie Bush. Oh, man. I, pro I, wa I probably watched his highlight tape over 100 times in my life. Reggie Bush was probably the most exciting player I've ever seen uh, my brother, my older brother, Jesse Curry, was actually started wearing number five because of mm -hmm. Reggie Bush. So he passed it down to me. So, yeah, Reggie Bush is, is the player for me. I got I got two. I used okay. to watch him all the time growing up. I'd YouTube him. Brett Favre. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, you know, everything he did on the football field is absolutely, you know, yeah. awesome. You know, the, the kind of character he was on the football field, funny guy, mm -hmm. always happy, smiling. And he was a gunslinger. Oh, yeah. Um, There'd be videos of him saying, you know, I'm going to try to break the receiver's hands today. You know, I'm going to throw mm -hmm. I'm like, hey, man, you know, why not? And then the other one's Drew Brees, man. Just the okay. way he is. I mean, the legacy he, he built in the NFL, you know, even in college, like, he was a dog. Yeah. And and I loved his, like, pregame huddle. Oh, he yeah. did the whole team oh, fired man. up. Juiced up. I, yeah. And then Reggie Bush, I have to say, because, like, I was in college when Reggie Bush was in college. And, like, so he was the most explosive player, I think, maybe him ted ginn in yeah. that ilk like of the like best athletes i've ever yeah. seen on the football field and i think he deserves a heisman trophy back yeah. too by the way so um superstitions or rituals like pre-game or post-game i have to call my mom like i have to talk to my mom <laughs> that's before, awesome yeah like once we get off uh once we get back from the tailgate and we get in or before we go out, I have to call my mom just to hear her voice. Uh, my mom doesn't really know a lot about football, <laughs> but she thinks she does. Yeah. So, like, I also call her at halftime, too, and, you know, just ask her, like, how, how you think I'm running or um, are, you, are you seeing anything? Just, you know, just because mm -hmm. my mom and I know she wants to talk. And she says the same thing all the time. It's like, you're dancing too much. You need to just run. <laughs> I'm like, mom, I'm, I haven't even done anything. But, yeah, that's that's. No, nah, my biggest, I I'm, I love praying, praying to the good Lord above, you know, watch mm -hmm. over me and my teammates, uh, keep us all healthy, stuff like that. Um, that's number one thing I always do. Uh, I go out, do my pregame walk. Yeah. Don't touch any lines on the field. 
You know, okay. You know, okay. You know, like baseball, you don't, you know, yeah, you don't yeah, touch right, chalk right. Jump play. over the chalk. Yeah. <laughs> so I walk over all the lines. I don't touch any of them. I come down the corner end zone. You know, pray the good Lord above, and my grandpas are up there, and my guardian angels. So that's awesome. Yes, that's sir. great. That's great. Um, do you guys, and I'm sure a lot of your teammates do, but do you listen to music? I don't know. Like certain coaches have a policy with that. Yeah. Like some guys are allowed, some guys aren't. Some teams are, some teams aren't. Was Coach Phillips allow that? And like, if so, uh, do you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He does listen to music. I'm not game day. I'm not a real big like jump hype around like mm-hmm. rap guy. I'm pretty much of like an R and B guy. Okay. So yeah, I just put my headphones in, listen yeah. to some called smooth. Uh it all depends. It's been a lot of SZA lately. She just dropped a great album. Well, last year <laughs> she dropped it. Um, I might listen to a little Chris Brown. I might listen to you know just some, some soft R and B stuff. I listen to the, to the greatest rapper of all time, Lil Wayne. Yes. Okay, that's my guy. Yeah, <laughs> and then you know, right before we like when we're getting closer to game time, Rod Wave, love Rod okay. Wave. Oh, okay, okay, man, yes, okay. Bryce Oliver got this. <laughs> Bryce man. put me on a Rod Wave, dude. I like. Okay, gets me just in a mindset. Like, well, he's go. on Tuesday. I'll I'll ask him about that yeah, on Tuesday. Man. Okay, and so so those are your go. That's your go to artist yeah. then. Okay, um, how about uh, pre or post game meal go to? Um. I'm a, I'm a big candy guy. I, oh, really? I eat a lot of candy. Okay. <laughs> so uh, my post-game meal is usually, you know, we, we get like buffet style. Yeah. So you can get like yeah, yeah. pasta or I'm usually a breakfast guy. Okay. Yeah. I like to go towards the breakfast foods and candy. Do you see like DK Metcalf, what he does? His yeah. Candy. He, he, eats like, he, he eats like nothing. And how yeah. is he that big? He, he put out his his candy thing. I, I've been stealing. He gets the gummy, the gummy star, uh, not the gummy star, but gummy Skittles. He gets okay. a bag of those. And he gets the lifesavers and he just puts them in a bowl and mix them together. It's it's great. <laughs> DK, that's great. That was great. No, on game day, like again, we we have a buffet style, like uh the hotel and stuff like that. But like I'm a big salad guy. I'll mm-hmm. sit there and eat like three salads in a row. Like, okay. I love salad. Okay. And, then, oh, and energy hard. drinks, man. I love it. I good energy drink right before a game. Oh my gosh. Terrible. Right. Te- <laughs> I saw I'm trying to tell, trying to tell these guys they need to stop drinking, I started drinking those energy those, uh, drinks. Man. Gatorade not fast good for you. They're they're better for you. They're, Won't be cramping up though in the yeah, hot weather, right. at least. So yeah. Okay. Um, do you have I think I know your answer already. So I'm gonna go with you first, right? <laughs> You have a favorite football moment, a favorite moment, favorite and this could be moment. when you were four. This could be last Saturday. I'll probably say my senior year of high school. Uh, we played Gerard. Um, they were really good at this time, and, and we were really good. And we actually went down like fourteen zero. And my coach that came up to me and was like, "You good?" I'm like, "Yeah, we're gonna be good." <laughs> and we ended up going on like a I don't even know like a thirty five point run, and we ended up beating them at Gerard and. Uh, just to do it with those guys, man. My my high school team, we were we were a real small team, and we, we had a lot of success my freshman year, uh, sophomore year. Uh, it was re- it was real shaky, but mm-hmm. you know, junior and senior year, I grinded all with those same guys. So mm-hmm. same, similar as you know what we're doing at YSU. So yeah. for me, I'm a, I'm a real big grind, you know, with the guys that and you Gerard started. Was and, good yeah, too and, back then, and and the guys that you um you know you struggled with. I'm, mm-hmm. a, I'm a real big on grinding and not running to different high schools and running to different yep. teams. So you know, just the, just that grind process and to be successful with those guys. You're loyal. Yeah, yeah. it was a great moment it's for me. Very good. Is it is it last Saturday? <laughs> it's listen. The score score <laughs> touchdown in the shoe is like that. That'll be a memory like of my lifetime, yeah. like for real. But you know, going back, I I can't forget how I got here, mm-hmm. and I think that was South Dakota State two years ago, three years ago, 2021 season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never played a snap of college football in my life. Um, <laughs> Couple couple guys got hurt. I got thrown in the fire. Um, I'm like, let's go. Like I was out. I was like, let's go. You know, this, this is my first time ever taking a snap. Yeah. You know, in college football. I mean, we were down what 35 to yeah, three. It was getting the game. Call a little concept high low outside to the field. Got the snap. Took my three step. Like, I didn't know I was like I was just like, <laughs> I almost like froze. I just like yeah. kind of took off. Threw it to Bryce real quick on a hitch. He gets he gets like 15 yards for a first. I'm that's my first ever snap. First ever completion. I'm electric. You know, can't wait. Coach Troy always said, you know, when you when we change a quarterback in the game, we're gonna get you a completion and we're gonna take a shot. Mm-hmm. So I got the completion. We come over, we call it crack and go for Bryce mm-hmm. with a Dover. And we've said all all week, all week, if they go one high, you can't throw the crack and go because there's a post safety. He's he's gonna pick it. <laughs> well, they're going to post safety. I saw it. I'm like, screw it. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm throwing, throwing this yep. crack and go. 
I snapped the ball. They blitzed everybody. Mm-hmm. It was, I mean, it was cover one with one high safety. Ran the crack and go. Obviously, I didn't bite on it, but I was like, mm-hmm. threw it. My boy Bryce Oliver goes up, mosses this dude, touchdown. <laughs> My first ever college game, ever playing at quarterback, two for two with a touchdown. Um, I mean, I finished that game, I think, like seven for eight for 111 yards and two touchdowns. And it was, I mean, it was, I was a walk on. It was everything I worked for, you know, for those long three years, man. Mm-hmm. Like, being eighth on the depth chart at one point as a walk-on like dude it just like it finally just showed you know like everything i've been working for it finally paid off and i'll never forget that memory for the rest of my life i had a favorite moment for mitch (laughs) uh, i'm gonna say north dakota state i think it was was it last year yeah um you know we were having some struggles in the first half and coach Mm -hmm. i came in at halftime and and told mitch like you're ready to go like you're gonna Mm -hmm. come in and start and uh, just the poise and the leadership, like you came in with, like you can just come in, you know, being a being a backup and come in and you know control the offense and yeah. and run an offense. And we were actually very successful in that second half. Uh, I, I want to give you know give I you flowers that, for that, man, because that was that was that was. Really and you got to look experience. those other ten guys in the eye, and they got to believe in you. So that that says a lot about that, you know. Yeah, I know, man. <laughs> <laughs> you got you guys want to hug it out or anything? <laughs> Oh man, hey, I got to give you a compliment though too because I thought your best play last week was dropping in the bucket there. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, that man. third and two, third and three. Yep. That was that was a hell of a throw, and uh, I don't I don't think many NFL guys could hey, make man. that throw. Kudos so. to T for getting open. They were down man coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, get go against a guy at Ohio State. Yeah, beat him in man coverage outside. If you look at the leverage on film, the dude was outside. He's yeah. not supposed to give up outside contain. Mm-hmm. And actually, when we hit the shot on the sideline, film shows it. Their secondary coach is standing there freaking out. He <laughs> so throws mad. his paper, yep. jumping up and down. And like to see that we made Ohio State, it yeah. was awesome. High, highlight of the game for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so both of you have been uh, backups. Both of you have been starters. What's the difference between going from that backup role mentality to that starter role mentality? Um, For me... I'm not really gonna say it's it's a difference because uh, I prepare mm-hmm. I prepared you know same way either sure. way. Uh, really, it's just you know going out there and, and trying to start fast. Yeah, uh, you know you're the first person on the field, so you want to set the tone not only for the offense but for the other guys in your room. Uh, you know, if I bring energy like Jalil used to bring, you know, so much energy and that energy energized me. So yeah. when he needed a break and I got in, I was like, I don't want any drop off of the energy or mm-hmm. the, you know, the production. So for me, it's just really just going in there and just, you know, having energy and and, you know, getting those guys you know behind you ready to play as well. Yeah, I'd be the same way, man. Like the preparation and everything you do leading up to it, whether you're the starter or the backup there's zero drop off because again you're one snap away mm-hmm. you would ask me you know last year hey you're gonna start second half of week four i would yeah. i would have told you you're crazy but <laughs> i prepared as if i was a starter mm-hmm. um and, and going into it right now you know bro bungard's our backup mm-hmm. max blank was a backup that they, they were in there watching film with me they're preparing mm-hmm. as if they were the starters because again when that moment comes for your opportunity which you never know when the opportunity is going to yeah. come like you have to be prepared for that because if you're not, it's the next guy. And mm-hmm. that's that's really what college football is about. And you guys being some of the older guys on the team, um, do you feel an extra responsibility to take some of those younger guys under your wing? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. For sure. Cause you know, we've been around. Mm-hmm. You know, these guys are, you know, some of these guys are 18. I'm 24 years old. Some of these guys are 18, 19 years old. So if I can, you know, do anything just to not only in football, but you know, just to help them in the classroom yeah. or just with life or you know anything like that, I'm I'm always a guy they can call on it. And and Coach Phillips does some great job, a great job recruiting these freshmen, man. Mm-hmm. These guys are coming in, they're they're ready to work, they're hungry, ready to they're, learn, you know, they're smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I got two two freshman quarterbacks that came in last year, mm-hmm. you know. I, and again, I wasn't the starter at the beginning of the season or anything like that, but like when I had got here, I had a couple of guys pull me under their wings. And again, yeah. they're still my best friend of this day. One of them will probably be the best man at my wedding one day. And, you know, because of that, I felt a responsibility to do that same with, you know, sure. Max and Bo. And mm-hmm. again, they're living with me now in the football house. Um, I do everything with those dudes. I mean, those, those are my guys. And I've tried to show them the way because, again, they are the future of Youngstown. Mm-hmm. And this program this team will go as far as they go and i feel like it's their responsibility to like you know sit here sit back learn yeah and then when the job is yours they're gonna they're gonna be really successful at it i mean those two have caught on more than 
anyone I've ever seen. And it's, it's truly, you know, it's awesome to, to see that. Cause sometimes we'll be in the film room. Yeah. You know, Mitch, why didn't you go here? I'm like, <laughs> I didn't see it. You know, like it's, and it's, it's great to see that because mm -hmm. again, they're, they're pushing me every day too, yeah. because it's like, Hey, if I have, if I, if I'm slacking around or I'm not doing my job, mm -hmm. you know, it's the next guy up. Exactly. And, and we live by that culture. Here. That's great. That's great. All right. Let me ask you about some of the teammates. I'm, I'm going to just throw a word out there and you describe can't be yourself. It's gotta be another teammate. So who is the toughest guy on the entire team? Toughest. Toughest. I got mm -hmm. one for you. You want to say? I was going to say Fitzy. Fitzy. I was going to say Fitz too. Yeah. So whatever. Yep. Fitz. Fastest. Joey Farthing. Yeah, Joey Farthing. <laughs> He's okay. unbelievably fast. Who's the most intense guy in the locker room or on the field? And, and, and Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> and, and Johnson. And no doubt about it. Smartest smartest and that could be in the classroom yeah, on the field think, i'm trying to think in the classroom we're on 4.0 guys i mean i might give it to my quarterbacks yeah four yeah, two yeah. four point oh by bow and max i mean okay. that, that was pretty good i think they're, they're freshmen though you know those i think those <laughs> i think count. another smart guy it, it, not on the field i mean sometimes like he's he's an airhead but smart in the classroom is jake benio yeah jake. dude he is yeah, okay. he's killer he's in the classroom really okay all right and who is the overall best athlete you think on the team I, I I know he's in the receiving room, but we got a lot. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say CJ Charles. Bryce or CJ? Yeah. Okay. Latrell though, Latrell's and Latrell. Latrell three sixty windmill like no other. Like, yeah, those receivers. Yeah. Okay, the receivers. So you got a trio at least Man, in there that yeah. are okay. You could probably get uh get a nice hoops team together. Then. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's talk. You guys, you guys have had, um, you know, you've had Valpo to open up. You go to Ohio State. And uh, you got Robert Morris coming up this weekend. So, does the opponent, you know, I don't, I don't want to downgrade any opponent versus another, but does it change preparing for a Valpo to an Ohio State to a Robert Morris? Oh no, I'm no. not trying to get you yeah, on no, that question. No, not at all. Our, yeah, our preparation is is the same all week, mm -hmm. our same practice schedule, same you know okay. everything, yeah. same lifts. So. No, we we don't we don't take anyone lightly because mm -hmm. we've been you know we've been that team sure so we've been sure. one or whatever and all that so we know uh, you know guys are gonna come in they're gonna play hard mm -hmm. and they have guys they have yep. guys are gonna make plays so uh, what it does we just really it's about us okay we, you know we just worry about us and prepare and just do the things that you know we we have to do to win yeah. okay I mean Jerry said it I mean, that's yeah facts now. Um, Take us through like a typical week. I know there, like you said, there or maybe there's differences in the week, but like you said, with lifting, with practice, yep. stuff like that. Take us through, you know, you don't have to give us every little detail, but take us through like a typical week. What's that look like uh, for you guys? Monday's just treatment. You go in there, you're off practice. Tuesday's the toughest practice of the week. Get yeah. tough Tuesday. Mm -hmm. uh, full pads, you know, go even have, have more team periods. Yeah, lift. Uh, yeah you're going to lift right after, after. That, after that as well uh wednesday's work wednesday uh a little lighter yeah. just you know still in shells but you're gonna you know sharpen some things up mm -hmm. a little bit more of a mental day not so much as physical um thursdays is a, is a fly around day mm -hmm. we're gonna go on our spiders we're gonna go clean some mental stuff up some more mental stuff as well um what's a spider it's, it's like, it's like a, a uh you know like you have your shoulder pads like the hard like oh plastics. Yeah, yeah. yeah these are just like soft okay uh, okay yeah like a I don't know, like a padded thing. Okay. Like soft okay. Pad. Yeah. Run around. Uh, no hitting. It's just all full speed, you know, routes, uh, defenses. Just on air and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I call it Friday, get ready Friday. Mm -hmm. That's the day we go out in our shorts and things. It's really just a walk through day. Through. Where, you know, we're all sharp. Mental. Yeah. Okay. All mental day. So yeah. now to give Sundays, don't forget about Sundays. Oh, yeah. What are you doing uh, Sundays? Sundays is our, is, our, yeah. is our practice. You know, really get that, get, run around, get that lactic acid out for yeah. the game. So we play Saturday and then Sundays we come in. We'll have film review. We'll mm -hmm. watch the entire game, go over anything we need to go through. Uh, actually, before even we even watch the film, we go to have a pool workout. We work out in the pool in Beagley. Yeah. We'll go through like quick high knees, blah, blah, blah. All this mm -hmm. 25, 30 minute workout in there, like get your body moving a little bit. Yeah. Come in, team meeting, watch film. Then uh, we'll go out and have practice. We'll do 10 sprints, get the lactic acid again, build another mm -hmm. like that, and then just do corrections, run through the stuff you kind of messed up, what you need to work on. Sure. A little introduction of the next week and then. Yeah, so, so we don't really get to watch 
football on no, Sundays. No, Sundays. You don't get, you're not getting out of the facility until 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. You miss all the 1 o'clock games. Dre doesn't get to watch the Browns. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm looking up. I'm, I'm all the way to 8. Hey, you get to watch phone. them this week, Yeah, Monday night. Yeah, so sure. um, let's, let's talk a little bit before we talk about – I want to talk to you guys a little bit about the NIL stuff in a minute. But uh, for someone out there that might be a high school athlete uh, that – whether it's male, female, basketball, football, whatever, you guys have been through the recruiting process. Mm. Talk to us a little bit, and your sister as well has been yeah. through that. Tell us like what, how you chose YSU. I, I know you're both local and you kind of yeah. wanted to stay here, but like, talk to us a little bit about some advice you might give someone out there for recruiting. Quick, just because right. my recruiting process wasn't huge or anything like that. Yeah. But something that coach told me when I was in high school, Coach Dow, he was a, he was our defense coordinator. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we we were we were really close. Um, my senior year, I walked in his his room right a couple days before signing day. I was like, man, I don't know what like what I want to do. Like, I got like a couple of Division two offers. Like, mm-hmm. I want to go to school for free, all this stuff. I was like, I, was like, I really want to go to Division one. I. I was like, but like, am I even gonna play? Blah blah. blah. And he told me, and I gave the same advice to Abby. I said, don't chase the money. Mm-hmm. Go where your heart is. Go yep. where you're going to be happy. Go where you feel like is home because that's where you're going to stay, mm-hmm. especially in this world today with how much the transfer portal is and, yep. and all that. Like, you know, people enter this transfer portal and they stay there. Mm-hmm. You never leave. You never, you never get another opportunity. Mm-hmm. So when he gave me that advice at the time, I was like, man, you're right. Like, I'm going to go where I feel like is home. Yeah. And that was, and that was why I shoot for me. And that, that's the best advice anybody gave me throughout my entire high school career was you know go where you're going to be happy go where you feel like it's home don't chase money okay uh for me uh my family was pretty pretty free on my decision they were you know pretty hands off whatever you wanted to do i actually was gonna recruit uh recruit actually going to commit to the air force uh i took a visit there and it was probably one of the most amazing things i've ever you know been a part of but you know they told me you know i was gonna have basic training practice and school (laughs) so i'm like I don't know. So then I end up getting a call from YSU. So yeah, that's really what I wanted. So um, just to be able to stay home, you know, my family mm-hmm. and friends still have my, you know, my support system. Literally everyone still here was was really what made all my uh, made my decision. And for advice for people out there, may you make your decision. Mm-hmm. Don't let anyone uh, talk you into anything. I know NILs now is you know the money and all sure. that. You right. make your decision because at the end of the day, you have to go there and you 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 get a gut feeling. You know. Mm-hmm when the place is, you know, a, a good place for you and a good fit for you. And also do your research, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. Don't go to a school. If you're a running back, don't go to a school that doesn't run the ball or yeah. doesn't, you know, do the things or guys don't, you know, at least get a look to go to the NFL if that's sure. what you're trying to do. So okay. I will say something about YSU, you know, with the whole NFL stuff, you know, we've got what, four guys in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, YSU is a spot that, can get you to the next level no doubt. And that was another thing that with me coming here like again i love football i want to continue mm-hmm. to the next level you know we you've seen guys do it here mm-hmm. and that's another reason like I, I love it like i think i truly do have an opportunity one day this is a story i'm gonna bring up about jaleel i, I know I, I have to <laughs> but uh he didn't get invited to the nfl combine yeah. which mm-hmm. was which was crazy you know and i and i and i went to him and i was kind of upset for him yeah. i'm like and what's what's He's going the on? He's all-time leading rusher at any level, correct? Yeah, I'm like, what's going like, on, man? Like, is, was your agent not mm-hmm. pushing it and all that? And he looked at me. He said, "You know what, man?" He said, "I I don't even really care. I'm just glad that I'm gonna be able to have a pro day here, mm-hmm. and all those scouts are gonna also be there to watch all these other guys, mm-hmm. all these other you know Youngstown State guys." And I looked yeah, at him, awesome, man, man. I'm like. And that's a, that's a great attitude to have, and that's just that's just the type of guy he is, man. He's he's a great guy, and I just had to share that story because yeah. that was another that was guy did a pro day in the league still. Uh, Mike McAllister, oh yeah, yeah on the practice ball with the Rams, mm-hmm. had a great preseason. Yeah, they asked him to come back. I mean, it's 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 awesome for this. We got Drew Ogletree's yeah. tight end for the you know for the Colts right now. Yeah. So and um, former, I, he probably didn't play with you yeah, guys, Rivers. but Rivers down yeah, with Houston, yeah. right? Man, I watched so, him in high school. Yeah. He's a beast. He is. Absolute beast. So um, let's talk about, you know, getting with the Penguin Collective, yeah. the NIL stuff. So talk to us a little bit about, like, your NIL experience and how, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking at Dre's shirt and it's got your face smack dab on it. So how, that's <laughs> got to be weird and cool at the same time. And like I said, I saw a few of your family members down yeah. in Columbus last week and all wearing those shirts. But uh, how cool is it to, that 
now you guys can cash in on that name, yeah. image, and likeness. How cool is that for you guys? Man, dude, I, I love it. I've been, I was part of, you know, college football as Dre when NIL wasn't a thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in our, in our positions now where it is a thing, I mean, it, I think it's a blessing. It yeah. truly is, you know. The NIL world is crazy, you know, to certain levels of yeah. college football. It is insane. And I truly believe at the FCS level, not only at Youngstown State, but the FCS level, mm -hmm. I truly believe we are using it how it was supposed to be used. Yes. It is a way for athletes to get a little money in their pocket mm -hmm. because of all the work we put in, you know, on the field, in the classroom. You know, there's not a whole lot of time. You know, we just took you through a week. Right. You know, sometimes I walk out of the ceiling until six o'clock at night and I got mm -hmm. there at six o'clock in the morning. Like, yep. you don't have time to go have a job. Right. And to, you know, to get some of this extra money in our pocket, mm -hmm. and that's all it is, is truly a blessing. You know, some of these other schools, you know, they're getting paid millions, which right, is crazy. Right. And that helps with recruiting. Mm -hmm. And I think one thing for Youngstown, it is, is it, it's going to help a little bit because there is a lot of money in Youngstown. Mm -hmm. And what the collective is doing is absolutely amazing. They have helped me, I mean, through and through everything mm -hmm. about it. Um, actually, the Youngstown clothing NIL I do oh, have, yeah. I did separately from the collective because mm -hmm. they weren't. That's Matt over at yeah, Youngstown. Yeah. Awesome yeah. guy. Mm -hmm. Love him, man. We, he's been with me since day one. I, we we were talking about doing NIL before I wasn't even a starter. I mm -hmm. was a backup, and he was all about it with me, and I thank him for that. He was actually my very first NIL, so thank you, Matt, and Youngstown Clothing. But I did their, their NIL separately because, again, the collective wasn't established yet. Sure. And then all my other deals I've went through with the collective, and it has been nothing, again, but a blessing. They make it so easy. Just, I mean, it is – it's the best thing ever and they make sure you're following all the rules mm -hmm. you know, you're going about everything they're making your contracts they're making you making sure you're doing everything mm -hmm. in your contract you know so nobody gets in trouble watch you or us as athletes and again it's a blessing man i i really thank those guys ty up there mm -hmm. i mean he's been like my day one um <laughs> i want to shout out one of my nils i'm doing um it's actually with uh, the friends of the rich center right oh, on campus okay. uh, for autism um we just actually closed in on that deal this week Got a little surprise for everybody on Saturday. Okay. I got, I got a little special something coming out. Okay. Uh, it's going to be sweet. And I'm, I'm super excited about that one. Um, just, you know, it, it really is what everything's about, you know, giving back to this community mm -hmm. and, you know, what, what you can do for kids in this community. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it really is about Youngstown. And I know we talk about it all the time, you know, it's, it's about other people. It's mm -hmm. never about, you know, just Youngstown State football. It's not because without this community and everything it's built, you know, we don't exist. And, truly want to thank everybody for that so that's awesome yeah uh for me um you know this nios process is you know it's, it's been great uh i want to give a big shout out to the collective they have they're amazing uh uh mitch hit on hit on all that a lot but um for me and the nil you know the money and everything is you know it's good i'm able to you know do the things that i weren't wasn't yeah. able to do before you know but for me it's it's really the connections yes. like nil i've met people that i have you know never in, a, in ever would imagine that i would have met mm -hmm. uh i've met people that are liberty alums from 75 mm -hmm. that you know have been you know watching me and you know everything the money is good but you know connections are forever so i know you know this football thing is you know it doesn't it doesn't last forever but if i can you know get some connections or mm -hmm. be able to you know reach out to someone for a future job or a future uh, opportunity you know that's why you know nios is great to me so I've met some amazing people yeah. and yeah. And it truly does help build our brand again, meeting mm -hmm. people. I'm one of Dre's guys, uh, Mr. Reuter. That's I mean, met Mr. Reuter and dude, he is, he's, he's awesome. I mean, amazing. he is a great <laughs> dude. Uh, I introduced you to Glenn before, but Glenn Galt, Galt Heating and Cooling, like mm -hmm. he's like, Hey man, you need a job when you're done. I, I need somebody in sales. I was like, man, that's, yeah, I mean, that's an opportunity, you know, we might not run into in our lives. Mm -hmm. and, and now we have because of this and, it's really like I feel I feel like happy, you know, about my future after this, like knowing mm -hmm. like I do have options after this. Yeah. And you're not just, exactly. you know, I play my last game and then. All right. See you later. Sure. You know what I mean, right. Like, yeah. Now it's almost like you build you build relationships with businesses, business mm -hmm. owners mm -hmm. and the community and all that stuff. Like, you know, you could, you really could, you know, go work for one of those guys. After no this. doubt. You know, you ne you really never know. And And I love that you said that, too. It's about the connections. I think a lot of people see on the national level guys getting a rolls royce mm -hmm. or a bentley and stuff and that's not what it was intended to be right, right. it was intended to be get some guys some money in their pocket yep. like you said it's right. it's almost like a like an extended football internship yeah like like yep. there's there's kids you're probably in class with 
that go and get paid internships at we, businesses. We, we can't do internships. And you can't. Yeah. We don't have time. Yeah. Exactly. So this is your your way of of getting right. something back for what you're doing out on the field, not to mention all the work you're putting in, in the classroom and on the field as well. Right. So um, love what they're doing at the Penguin uh, Collective and, uh, you know, hope to see you guys, you know, on some more commercials yeah, and doing yeah. stuff around town. But you guys are really, truly an embodiment of the Youngstown area. And uh, I love how you speak highly of it. And a lot of people, you know, I always am one of those people that if you're not from Youngstown, sometimes it gets bagged on a little yeah, bit, you does. know, and, oh, yeah. and you got to defend it. And they just don't understand. Exactly. That's all. Like, you don't, you don't, you don't understand. You weren't here. You don't, you don't know what grid is. You mm -hmm. don't know it, <laughs> how it's, how it's like here. And you don't know the support here, mm -hmm. uh, man. It's, it's a lot of love here, and I, I I hate to see the you know the bad rep and things like that. It's like when recruits come in and you tell them you know I'm from Youngstown, yeah. like, oh you know they give you love, yeah. Like yeah. they 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 understand, yeah. They get once once you're here mm -hmm. for two three years, some people never want to leave. Exactly. I know guys that are from California that you know play football here or, or you know all these other places and are still here mm -hmm. you know, to this day. So and I think a point on that is like once you're from Youngstown or around Youngstown, like. You you meet other people from Youngstown outside of Youngstown. Mm -hmm. Like you you truly are family for life. Quick story: I was down in South Carolina uh, on vacation, wearing a Youngstown State shirt. Mm -hmm. Random dude comes up to me, sh starts shaking. Are you from Youngstown? <laughs> you play football up there? I'm like, yeah. yeah, yeah, I do. He goes, you know Coach Phillips? I was like, I'm like yeah, he's my, he's my head coach. He, he ended up he was from Youngstown, new Coach Phillips. Like mm -hmm. he, I mean, great guy, like friendly as heck. Like yeah. you know, it's just like, dude, like those people. Like when you when you are from Youngstown, you truly get it. And if you're not, it's just you don't get it. Yeah, just, that's crazy. I had a similar situation like yeah. that in Vegas. I had one of my uh, Youngstown State shirts on, and he came to me. He was like, "Man, you're from Youngstown." I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "I'm from Youngstown. I, I mo I've moved here like ten years ago. I started a business." <laughs> but I was like, "Is there any way you can get me a, a helmet or a jersey?" I'm like, oh, no, "I don't know if, <laughs> if I'll be able to do that." But uh, he does have my, you know, my my Instagram information. Yeah. He does, you know, uh, reach out a lot and yeah. you know, just talk about football, and you know, says he he's gonna come. To a game, so I hope okay. to see it. people are proud to be from Youngstown. If you're yes. from Youngstown, you're you're proud of it. Mm -hmm. I, I think Dre's a huge, you know, guy for that. He, I mean, loves Youngstown. Mm -hmm. You don't let anybody ever talk about <laughs> Youngstown. Hundred percent. No yeah. way. No way. Um, so expectations for the rest of the season. You guys got one more non-conference, then you're in one of the toughest, if probably the toughest division in the FCS. Uh, so what's your expectations for the rest of the season? You don't have to give me a record. Yeah, or actually, anything I like hate that. that question. You always yeah. get that question. <laughs> but I will go on to say, man, we take it one week at a time. Yeah. You know, our focus right now is Robert Morris. Mm -hmm. We go into bye week and, you know, we know our schedule from mm -hmm. here on out. But again, our focus is right now is on Robert Morris. We know what the Missouri Valley is. We mm -hmm. know, you know, it's tough. It's a mm -hmm. tough conference. I think it's the toughest conference in FCS football. It, no doubt. it truly is. And uh, you know, we gotta we gotta go on the road and we gotta win on the road. That's mm -hmm. that's the number one key this year. And we gotta defend the Ice Castle. And I truly think, you know, going to this week, we're gonna get back on track. We gotta we gotta go home, get a win here mm -hmm. against Robert Morris. And then after that, our, our focus is one week at a time. Yeah, I'll say expectations just to get better every week. Mm -hmm. Better every week and do the things that we need to do to win. So you guys passed the test. That was a good answer <laughs> to both of us. Um, and now last question i want to ask you guys and you know you can frame this however you want it but uh best thing about youngstown state and being a penguin oh man that's hard or things it yeah, could be it could be I, multiple. Would, I would truly say uh you know becoming becoming a penguin and, and being a part of this you know community and this football team is the brotherhood friends i mean i've met you know a lot of these dudes on this team, you know, eventually one day are going to be at my wedding. You know, I mean, one of them might be my best man. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I truly, I truly feel like this bond is a brotherhood. You know, I'd, I'd do anything for any of these teammates. You know, they, they text me anything. I mean, like, they really are my boys. Like, I feel like every day I walk in that facility, I'm with my family. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I truly believe, even on the defensive side of the ball, you know, a guy that came in here out of the transfer world, Ant Johnson, I mean – that dude, when he got here, I wasn't real sure about Ant, but that dude has grown on me day in and day out. Come up to me, man. You, I got you, bro. You're my quarterback. And then, like, like, dude, to feel that, you know, yeah. like, even from a guy on the other side of the football, man, like, it's a family. And, mm -hmm. like, I, I truly believe Coach Doug has built this culture up. And I, I know you know, too, like, even these freshmen coming in, like, Bryce Schonemeyer, a quarterback in our room, like, he jumped in the room and, like, he's, like, one of my best friends. Like, he's he's a part of us now. And it's just, that's how the culture is.
Yeah, I think Mitch pretty much hit it. Uh, just the brotherhood, you know, just being a part of everything. Uh, I, I said something to the team uh, earlier this year, and it was said uh, something I read. It was like, um, you come in as strangers, you work to be teammates, and you leave as family. And, like, that's one thing that, you know, really stuck with me and one thing that our team really embodies. You know what I mean? I know guys that are jumped in the portal and been on a team that they don't know any of those guys. Really, yeah. they don't really have a brotherhood. They're literally just out there just playing. Mm -hmm. So I've been through so much with all these guys. Mm -hmm. man. We've been through losing seasons. We've been through missing the playoffs. We've been through the doubt, the they, the he say, she say. And, and you know, it's just now that we're at the, you know, the end of the tunnel where the light is, mm -hmm. it's exciting. Yeah. You know, and I, and, I, and I can't wait to, you know, yeah. see where the season takes us. And, you know, I just can't wait to be successful. Absolutely. Well, um, one more thing. Uh, how can people get a hold of you if maybe they're a business want to get in touch yeah. with you guys uh, on social media or wherever? Uh, you can uh, get in touch with me on Instagram, uh, DreRush05, uh, on Twitter as well, rush to dre 5 or my email is uh, DreRush05 at outcloud.com. Yep, my Instagram is Mitchell underscore Davidson. Uh, my Open Doors is in there as well. Mm -hmm. We do go through Open Doors. You can click the link. But right in our Open Doors, you request anything like that through NIL. Yeah. Okay. Well, Dre, Mitch, it was Thank great you, to man. meet you guys. Yes, sir. Appreciate you guys us. coming down. Best of luck to you guys and your teammates the rest of the year. And go Penguins. Right. Um, Thank you. Hope to see you at the game on Saturday. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, go Penguins. All right. We are back. Great guys. Mitch, uh, Dre, um, appreciate them coming down. Good luck to them this weekend against, um, not Valparaiso. Against Robert Morris, excuse me, I, I had the wrong teams. But uh, speaking of teams from Pittsburgh uh, and a team from Ohio, we are going to talk a little Cleveland Browns here and uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. They play Monday night, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about our expectations and a little bit about that game. So, Joe, I am going to uh, have you get to know the Pittsburgh Steelers here. So I'm going to talk to you just a little bit about some numbers, okay? All right. And some things. So last year we know they finished nine and eight, um, had um, went zero and one to start their season at a big loss against the 49ers, thirty to seven. Their scoring offense last year was 26th in the NFL, 18.1 points per game. Uh, they were 16th in rushing yards last year. Uh, with 122 yards a game, and they were 24th in passing last year with 215 yards a game. So basically what I'm saying, their offense isn't this juggernaut. It's not this powerful, uh, you know, machine. Um, their defense last year, though, was very solid. They only gave up 20.4 points a game, which was 10th best in the entire NFL. So defense, uh, pretty strong offense, uh, could use some work. Now, their key additions in the offseason, and excuse me, I'm going off my phone here on my notes, but Joey Porter Jr., corner out of Penn State, Broderick Jones, their first-round pick, left tackle out of Georgia, Patrick Peterson, the corner, um, they brought in a guard, a couple draft picks here, uh, Keanu Benton, uh, veteran wide receiver Allen Robinson, and then the big tight end from Georgia, um, Darnell Washington. Losses this year. They lost... Uh, uh, Terrell Edmonds to free agency, Devin Bush, Robert Spillane, and Cam Sutton to free agency. However, this week, their two big losses, they will be out with wide receiver Deontay Johnson, but they will also be out with future Hall of Famer and uh, all-pro Cam Hayward. That is a huge, huge loss for the Steelers, who he's going to miss multiple weeks. So that is very... Uh, formidable for the Browns and their running game with Nick Chubb and their strong point of their offensive line. So what were your thoughts one on a lot of times we overreact to week one, whether it's good or bad, but what were your thoughts on week one Steelers performance against the 49ers? Yeah. See, I don't put a lot of stock in the beginning of seasons when NFL, the you play all the scrub teams. Yeah. Yeah. You mean the preseason? <laughs> no. Oh, you're just, <laughs> Got it. Yeah, the Bengals, the Bengals, the Steelers. Geez. I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh, oh sorry okay. for hitting you with that one. I didn't That's give okay. You a heads up. Anyway, but no, I, I, I mean, yeah, it's, it's whenever you're, 
you know, these offenses and defenses are really calibrating, mm -hmm. especially when you get newer squads. I think, you know, your more seasoned, um, you know, squads are, are really getting it together. So I, you know, you, you win a couple in a row and you'll watch teams like the Patriots who just got some miles on them oh, that yeah. they'll solidify as the, t as the season goes mm -hmm. on. So you, you, let's just say you beat them three games. They start zero and three. Yeah. You never count those teams out. Okay. Okay. That's fair. And now, let, I want to talk about Mike Tomlin because there is, are a ton of a ton of Pittsburgh fans out there that I think are just nuts. Not for well, just they're Pittsburgh fans, so that's one. But <laughs> excuse me, I apologize. But the reason actually I think they're most crazy is they want to fire Mike Tomlin. A lot of them. Who are you going to replace him with? That's any better? Mike Tomlin, in my opinion, currently is the best head coach in the NFL. The best head coach in the NFL. Yeah, you might say a Bill Belichick, Andy Reid. I, I think Mike Tomlin is the best leader of men in the National Football League. My opinion, this is coming from a Browns fan, so uh, there's no bias here. I think he is the best head coach in the NFL, um, and I'll give you his resume in a minute. What do you think about Mike Tomlin? Yeah, so I I think he's one of those genius uh, genius coaches. Any anybody but him is going to be a downgrade. So I don't see yeah. what the upside is to getting rid of him. Now he is a defensive specialist. Yeah, and and Pittsburgh is generally known for their defense. Their offense has struggled. I know there's a lot of people that don't like their offensive coordinator. That's one topic. But I think Mike Tomlin overall is a great head football coach. And Let defense me, is your brand. Exactly. Like, well, yeah, and for Pittsburgh, they are known for that for for. 30, 40 years now. So yeah. let me tell let, let, let me go over these um numbers with you on Mike Tomlin. He is in his 17th season in the NFL. All of them, well, 16 consecutive, have been 500 or better. He had one eight and eight season, the rest of them over 500. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. That is unheard of in the NFL in a league where you're literally built. It used to be eight and eight, but you're built to be 500 in the NFL because there's so much parity from top to bottom. He uh, is 163, 93, and two. Amazing. And he is a uh, one-time Super Bowl champion. Now, Pittsburgh overall leads the series. It's a lot closer than I would have thought. The Browns kind of dominated that series early, but the uh, Steelers lead the series all time, 80, 63, and one. That's pretty good for how dominant the Browns have been over the past, or I'm sorry, the Steelers have been over the past right. 25 years. Um, so, but the Browns have gone three and four in their last seven games. If you throw in that playoff game. So they are kind of turning the tide a little bit, but the Browns have not won in Pittsburgh in a regular season game since 2003. Mm. And they will try to uh, avenge that on uh, Monday night. So, um, what are your thoughts for the game Monday? What do you want the what do you want to see as a Browns fan? I, I'm not going to put a lot into this one just because of how neutered the offense the Steelers have, have been. It's not, I mean, your the defense is going to crush mm -hmm. them. And I, I think that's going to be a little bit, you know, minimized just because of how you know off they've been. Okay. Now on the other side of the ball, I'm really looking to see what the defense can. So if our offense kicks it, um, I'm going to give them lots of credit against this defense. Okay. Okay. Now let me give you, and again, I, I don't have my uh, pages up, but I, I'm going to read off my notes here. Um, so I put the first thing I want is to get the Pittsburgh monkey off our back. So go into Pittsburgh, Acrisure, I think it's called now, not Heinz Field. Go in and, and get that win. You know, that would be the first since 2003 on the road in the regular season. Do you know the last time the Browns started 2 and 0 in the regular season? Gonna have to go back a bit. Yeah, it had to be the first couple of years when they made the playoffs a couple times. It was before they moved. Holy crap, we're yeah. in the 80s now. No, probably. we're in that we're in the 90s. Okay. So give me a give me a guess in the 1990s. 92. 93. All 1993 right. was the last year the Browns started wow. 2 and 0. Insane. Do you know the last time the Browns won? The AFC wasn't even the North then. It was the AFC Central. No idea. 1989. We're due. I mean, it, <laughs> I, the due factor is, is time. Yeah. Um, also, the Browns have not won back-to-back -back divisional games since 2014. So it's time. It's time. Um, so, again, I think the Browns' defense is the key here. They need to continue to be dominant. Um, last week, they were one of two teams 
them and the Atlanta Falcons not to allow a pass over 15 yards. That's pretty amazing stat mm-hmm. there in this current NFL. And Cam Hayward, when he's in the game versus Cam Hayward, when he's out, the Steelers defense is noticeably different yeah. against the run. So take advantage of him being out. Uh, he is one of the best players in the NFL. He's getting a little older, but he's one of the best players in the NFL. So the Browns need to take advantage of him being out. Um, Deshaun Watson uh, needs to kind of get back on track. Hopefully he gets a normal weather game this week, but uh, the Browns need to take advantage of that. And, and that's one thing. If he can, if he mm-hmm. can connect on some longer distance throws against the yes. Steelers defense, his confidence is going to go through the roof. This game's going to set him up for the rest of the year. And, and their secondary is not terrible, but it's not great right. either. So um, they do have one of the better safeties in the league with Minka Fitzpatrick, but, but the rest of the, secondary is a little bit older they're not they're not great so hopefully the browns can take advantage of that watson and uh some of his weapons no throwing in the dirt this time mr watson (laughs) no no but i will say the only good thing about an underthrow is usually it won't get picked off underthrows usually land in the dirt overthrows sometimes and have the receiver looking at you like what the hell was that i was wide open exactly (laughs) all right joe last thing we're gonna do today okay is pick the games for this week. So oh, I already had to send that to you. You totally. That's gave okay. The, that's all right. I'm so I already sorry. made my picks. So okay. I'm going to just write your picks down as okay. we go through. So am I allowed to go off the reservation and do some crazy? You picks can do whatever time? you want. Okay. So we're going to start with tonight's game. Yes. We have the Minnesota Vikings traveling to the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm going Philly. I'm going Eagles too. Okay. Joe. And I'm writing these down so I don't have to uh, go back and relook. All right. In the division, so both AFC, all four AFC North teams play each other this week. So you got Baltimore traveling to Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati trying to avoid going 0-2. I'm going Ravens. You're going Ravens? Yeah. Joe's going Ravens. I'm going Bengals this week. So we differ there. I do not think Burrow's healthy. I think that it's going to be another bad one. Okay. Okay. He has lit them up in the past, though. So we'll we'll see what happens. Maybe he's back, but... But that's that's good food for thought there. All right, Seattle, who laid an egg last week, will travel to Detroit. I'm going Lions. The Lions owe the Seahawks from last year. All right, I'll go Seahawks then. Okay. We'll, we'll differ on that. All right, one. all right. And the Seahawks were a lot of people love the Seahawks coming into the season. They really, really laid an egg week one. Um, this is probably the the pooper of a game this week. You got uh, the Indianapolis Colts traveling to uh houston to take on the texans i'm going to take the texans and cj stroud yeah i'm going to go with you on that okay joe's going texans as well so we agree on that all right next one chicago the bears justin fields going into tampa tampa had a big win last week chicago had a bad loss for that reason i'm taking the bears on the road i'm going with baker mayfield joe's going baker in tampa you you're you're kind of a Baker Mayfield uh, uh, like uh, apologist Homer. Yeah, I am. Okay, no, I'll go that, with it. that's it. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not not calling you out or anything. <laughs> <laughs> just just stating some facts. All right, the next game we have the Chiefs, uh, who lost an unfortunate game for them, traveling to Jacksonville, who had uh, started off week one with a victory over Indy. So the chiefs I'm going with the chiefs to bounce back at a win over the Jaguars. Yeah, I'll go with the chiefs too. Are they healthy again? Uh, well, I don't know Kelsey's status, but I do know their uh, best defensive tackle. Chris Jones uh, signed and he will be back playing defensive tackle for them. All so right. he's, Kelsey is a big offensive difference maker. And honestly, the chiefs should have won that game. Um, you know, they played better. Detroit had a pick six that was literally in Kadarius Tony's hands. Should have been a catch, but but not. So, okay. all right, we're, we're both going with the Chiefs there. Uh, the Packers going into Atlanta uh, to take on the Falcons. Uh, Packers had a big uh, win last week. I'm going Packers. I'll go Falcons on this. Okay, Joe Falcons. All right, next up, we got uh, Raiders, Bills. I'm going Bills. Yeah, it was a heartbreaker, so I'm going Bills too. Okay. Let's go rapid fire here. Chargers, Titans. I'm going Chargers. Chargers. Um, 49ers at Rams. I'm going Niners. I'll go Niners too. Giants at Cardinals. Oh, I'll go with Cardinals with Dobbs, baby. Joe loves the Cardinals. The Cardinals almost won last week, but 
because of me and Dobbs. <laughs> Let's go Jets at Cowboys. Cowboys won huge last week. I'm going Cowboys. Cowboys all the way. All right. Uh, Washington at Denver. I'm going Broncos. I'll go with Washington because I hate Denver. Okay. Um, Miami at New England. I'm going Dolphins. I'll go Dolphins too. All right. And then back-to-back Monday night games, two of them this week, Browns at Steelers. And uh, let's well, let's save that one for last. And Saints at Panthers. I'm going to go with the Saints. Saints the again, Panthers. yep. Okay, Saints. And then uh, Joe, Browns, Steelers. I'm going Browns. Uh, Browns with a highlighter on it. Okay. All right. So those are our picks this week. Uh, we'll see how we do. Joe, 11 and five in week one. I went nine and seven. These are not against the spread. They're straight up picks. So we'll see how we do. But for Joe, I'm Justin. Thanks to Mitch. Thanks to Dre for joining us. Go Penguins. Get out to the Ice Castle this week if you can and uh, root on the Penguins. So appreciate you guys watching. Uh, make sure to follow Youngstown Studio and the 330 Sports Show on social. Everyone have a great weekend. Thank you for listening to this show on Youngstown Studio. If you like our programming, we invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow our Facebook page, or subscribe to your favorite podcast platform like iTunes or Spotify. This is original Youngstown content, and we would appreciate you sharing the videos and the word about us. Thank you.